So welcome back to Living in the Sweet Spot. I'm Angelique Francis. I'm your host. And this is KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, You know what the sweet spot is. It's the intersection between power, divine timing, and performance, all to accomplish a purpose. Well, today we're going to intersect thoughts and some viewpoints, and we're going to talk a little bit with a therapist, an author, and a cinematographer, and I'm excited to have them. They've been here before, but they are always backed by popular demand, and this is no different. So let me first introduce Will Miller Jr. He is a cinematographer, and he is a documentarian, and he is amazing. People cannot wait to get him behind a camera. Tell me what's happening, Will Miller. How you been? <laughs> Hello, Angelique. Thanks for having me. Hello, everybody else. Um, professionally, I'm just making pretty pictures for people and telling great stories. Yeah. You can uh, find me at one of the major networks that I refuse to uh, mention, but <laughs> that's what I'm doing. You're always creating and supporting compelling stories. That's what you do. Nobody does it better. And what about your home life? What's happening? Wow. So since the last time we uh, that you had me on the show, there is another little one on the way due uh, January 8th. So okay. we're excited about that and stress, but <laughs> excite- more excitement than stress. Okay. Well, welcome. Congratulations. And we also have Thank Camille Banks-Lee, who you may remember, she's been on the show a couple of times. She's a psychotherapist, licensed clinical social worker from the state of New York. Um, she specializes in helping clients overcome their challenges and achieve their personal goals. Welcome to the Sweet Spot, Camille. Thank you so much, Angelique. I'm really, really excited to be here. I have been working hard in my doctoral studies. I'm working on some research around child-free Black women. I'd love to come and talk to you about it another time, but it is compelling, taking a lot of time. And I'm also working with people on vulnerability and taking off their masks. We're always wearing masks. Right, Paul Lawrence Dunbar, right? So I'm excited to be here. Thank you for the honor to be here again. Well, it's always great having meaningful conversations with you, whether it's around my kitchen table. (laughs) or uh, around the KBLA table. Right now we're around the KBLA table and I'm happy to have you. Um, What's happening with you, Xavier Maynard? He is an author, actor, comedian, boxer, and well, sort of like a guerrilla relationship expert, (laughs) father of two, 18 and 25-year-old. He's been 20 years in the entertainment um, business and has worked um, on many platforms with many amazing people. Welcome to The Sweet Spot. What's happening, Xavier? Hello, 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 all the beautiful people. KBLA, uh, you love me and I love you back. I promise (laughs) you. Well, it's good to have you all. Each of you are calling from the Northeast. So this is my New York crew and we're going to just talk about it. We're going to get at it. So uh, Xavier, you wrote this book, uh, How to Cheat and Get Away With It. Uh, Really? Really? What was the inspiration behind that? Well, I mean, part of it is is that I've talked to countless people, men and women. I have a lot of female friends because I'm friendly and easy to talk to. And also... I have a lot of male friends, right? The problem is that I've been seeing between this so-called battle of the genders is is that there's too much bashing going on on each side. And really what's not there is any fun. Like people are doing things 
with other people that they should not be doing with that other person the other person does not want to so this goes out to men and women and this is the reason why men and women cheat so much it ain't one-sided right i'm uh-huh. not pandering uh-huh. and i'm also not bashing uh-huh. i'm right in the sweet spot of what the problem is okay right? okay i'm gonna referee this gender war <laughs> what the problem is is that uh it's it's overinflated egos overly priced cars uh, underdeveloped bias, and that's really where the problem starts. Okay, all right. Well, I understand. I remember when uh, we were having conversations early on about Kevin Samuels and uh, the late cameras, uh, Kevin Samuels, and um, also people like Shannon Sharp. So, uh, did any any of them kind of motivate you to write this book? Uh, did you share what's the difference between you and say a uh, Kevin Samuels? Well, number one is is that I'm probably one of the greatest inspirators of inspirators. men being able to <laughs> maximize their own potential, right? Okay. So what it is is that it's better to work on yourself than to chase countless women. Also, too, I advise a lot of men, don't try to maybe go for the top cheerleader if you are from the junior varsity basketball me. Like, <laughs> buy within what's feasible and what's plausible for you. So th- right? th- this Sometimes, is in your book. This is in your book. Is that what you're telling me? It, 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 all of this in the book, oh, right? Because okay. a lot of times as men, uh, we chase the wrong woman because she looks good. But just because she looks good doesn't mean that she's good for you. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to talk about self-love. We're going to talk about love and relationships and communication. We have a lot to unpack. And I'm always happy to have a diversity of groups to talk. And, you know, I know that Xavier and Will, you guys are born around the same time. So you share some uh, commonality. But uh, let's just really get into this when we come forward in the sweet spot. When your heart broken when your wounded pride is laid to rest babe. you'll never open your heart to anyone welcome back we are living in the sweet spot with Camille Banks Lee we call her Cammy here we've got Will Miller Jr. cinematographer and of course author of How to Cheat and Get Away With It uh, Xavier Maynard, uh, comma, comedian. <laughs> Just want to put that out there. <laughs> comma, boxer, comma, actor. Don't belittle me. Uh, like, yeah, give me uh-huh. all the props. I know, I know, I know. And now, no, Will, and Will, you're going to have to throw in your list of 20 uh, cinematography projects, right? <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So we're That's here. Right. You know what I'll, I'll be here talking about uh, things that matter. And some of the things that matter, hopefully, to black men is still um, black women, relationships, um, how you're raising your kids, uh, your relationship with your own parents, your relationship with your community. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And let me just throw something out there. What do men want? That's my first question. What do men want? Go ahead, go ahead, uh, yo, go ahead, Xavier. I know you're jumping at the uh, bed. We want women that's fun. Start there. Fun, 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 and fun. <laughs> Fit is optional. Oh. Feminine, mandatory. Fun, mandatory. 
fit optional. Just be fun. Be like how you was when you first tried to court us. When you first tried to care like about what we care about. Act like you love sports when you first fell in love with us. Right? That's it. <laughs> Start That's there. Easy. I think the last time Stop. you were on my show, last woman time you were on my show, you said when you said men want sex, food, and silence. Yes. <laughs> I will never forget. Yes. Right. And also what a lot of men want, but we, we cannot say because it's politically incorrect. Treat us like how you treat your boss at work, right? Treat us like him. <laughs> right? <laughs> How about that? Stop how about, there. How about this? You can I don't have a ball. Work. I don't have you a ball. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> okay, that's fine. Will, what, does, what do you think? How does, well, I, I want you to expound on that one. How does a woman treat her boss at work? Oh, tap dances. Yeah, acting like uh, uh, Hattie McDaniels and, and going with the wind. <laughs> right? There's a lot of reverence. A lot of reverence, right? Oh, oh an amazing amount of reverence. Yes, sir, boss. I sure will. <laughs> yeah, you wow. keep, you keep hoping for over. that. You keep hoping for that. So, uh, Will, Will, what do men want from women in general? That's a hard question for me to say because it changes as I change, as I grow, as I expand. The more information I have, the more experiences that we have together, what makes me happy changes. Mm-hmm. So that that's a that's an ongoing, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. So if anybody out there does know the answer, please reach me through Living in the Sweet Spot. <laughs> Let me know. KBLA. Oh, uh, the sure, number sure, is? Sure, sure. Will, Will, my brother, my brother, I will tell you right now, right? Treat me like... Uh, 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 like her favorite rock star, right? The guy who is her favorite rapper, rock star, actor, whoever he is, treat me like I'm him. That's what we want. Uh, how how sustain how sustainable is that? Well, if she is in love with her favorite whoever the guy is, she will do it on a consistent basis. Well, if she loves Drake, so wait, 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 wait. What? I I I get what you're saying. You mean special? You want to be treated <laughs> special, right? Like the reason I'm saying that is because we don't know those people, right? I, I, she, if, don't, she don't know them either. <laughs> but we do know you, and we do know you, and you fart. And you, you know me. <laughs> yeah, you fart. You need deodorant. You you, you embarrass us at outings and barbecues, and you know, it's a We're little men. different. It's a little different. We are. Idris Elba Since has never men, done anything to embarrass me. <laughs> That's what we're here to do. We are here to do this. Fred Flintstone. That's who we are. Okay. So I'm going to go back to, I know, and and, and this is hilarious, but (laughs) what people want, because on on any given day, you might want wings and, and like you said, food and silence. But sometimes you want somebody to listen, depending on the day, what you need. Because, Xavier, I don't know. So, for example, I really need somebody to rub my feet tonight. It would be really, really nice somebody to rub my feet. Some days right. I just <laughs> watch it. Some days I want I want somebody to run my bath, right? And right. Do you want the same thing every single day? Well, here's the thing, sweetheart. Um, If I love you and I care for you, right, it's my job as your man 
to take care of you, right? Now, we're not mind readers, which some women get confused, which we're supposed to know what you want without you saying what you want and being in a constant state of apologetics when we do something wrong without you telling me that I was supposed to know not to do what I did wrong. Like, it's confusion. It's lack of communication. Here's the thing, right? If you love us, we will love you. Men are very simple. We are very simple creatures. Y'all are complex. Y'all beautiful. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are phenomenal. Y'all all the Maya Angelou quotes <laughs> that y'all want to have, right? Uh-huh. All you have to do is treat us kindly, consistently, and be fun. And for a lot of women, unfortunately, it's difficult. And it's a shame. Okay, well, I, I, I have bad. this list. I have this list. I don't know, you know, this is the culmination of other lists. But some of the things that they said on this list when... Uh, 5,000 men were polled or whatever. This list said they want active listening. So they want their women to listen to them. They want uh, to be, com- they want to be confirmed that, that, that you're interested and that you desire them. That they appreciate a lady feeling like a lady with some vulnerability. They appreciate uh, being authentic, telling the truth, open to adventure, flexibility. And that wasn't physical flexibility, uh, Xavier, before you comment. That was, that was spontane- like spontaneity, flexibility, right? And emotional wellness and fun. So that was at the top of that list, um, Xavier, was fun. I like it. Uh, I mean, when did fun go out of style? When you're <laughs> dating, is fun, right? It's fun. But then now you are basically presenting a package where I have more chores and more things to do. And now sex is used as a reward or as a weapon that I have more chores and less sex. It's better being the side guy than the main guy. Oh, it's better being the side guy. This is the author of How to Cheat and Get Away With It. So it's better to be the side guy because you have less chores? Well, it's also you hear less flat. When she's coming through dressed up and all gussied up, right? She's coming through ready to rock. There ain't no question about anything. She's ready to rock. She's ready to rock. Let's get ready to rumble. Right? She ain't talking about how her day was and how her boss yelled at her. She ain't talking about none of that. That's for the guy that she lives with. So yeah. hold on a second. But, Savi, we don't want surface relationship. And that's uh, are you like sure? No, we know what we want. We're trying to figure out what you I, want. I don't think. Yeah. To bring it back to, bring it back to self-care and self-care. In Thank you, Will. To, I, I think. For, and this is, I have to preface what I'm about to say to your listeners. You, in my search for love, I have found exactly what it is not. And so I figured that I've been looking for the wrong thing. But it wasn't necessarily that I've been looking for the wrong thing. I've just been told this thing that I should look for doesn't really exist. This concept, the the joy, the endless joy and happiness and unending passion and all this other stuff that you're sold in songs, movies, and serial commercials doesn't necessarily exist. Oh, by wait, the time you're in a real relate, hold on, wait, let me finish my thought really quick. Oh my god! By the time you're in a by the time you're in a serious relationship that requires your full attention, it becomes less about those amazing things and it becomes more about the work. It becomes, what are we striving to achieve? Are we raising children? Are we building a business? Am I helping your business? Are you helping my business? Like, how are we moving in the world as humans, not as consumers? And what I mean by consumers is, what are you doing for me? How are you pleasing me? This, that, and the other. What are we, what's the point of it? Because at the end of the day, you give me a good pizza when I'm hungry, two slices in, I'm not hungry anymore. You know, it's just, it's not the same pizza it was after two slices. With that being said, are men sold that dream or are women sold that dream more often than not? I think we, I think we, I think we, 
we both are. If you're just, if you just so happen to be raised like myself by all women, and I mean generations of women, my concept of what a man should be is a little different than somebody who was raised with a dad. And I'm not just talking about any old man. I mean, like a good father, you know, the, what your idea of what a relationship is changes drastically. Right. Um, Relationships are work. It's realism. It's real life. Every day is not going to be peaches and cream lifetime movies. It's real. But it should be. My point is, it should be worked towards something fruitful. Absolutely. So that's that's it. Okay. So let me just give you something else. So I polled some people myself before this this conversation with you all, and I asked. uh, These are three different guys. So what are the three most important things in a relationship? One said kindness, compassion, and mercy. Someone else said spiritual, mental, and physically fit. Someone else said trust, communication, and faith. Do any of these resonate with you? Yeah, all all, all of the above. I think you need different things for different situations. Mm -hmm. What you would need when I guarantee you, whoever you ask those questions to, those answers were in relationship to either a cumulative experience or something that was pertinent to them at that particular moment. When you talk about a relationship, let's imagine we're talking about what kind of coat you're going to wear. That generally, whatever you decide to put on that day is determined with where you're going in the temperature for the most part, how you feel, what you could afford, this, that, and the other. There are tons of other things that go into you know, picking those particular things that make you happy and what goes into a successful relationship. You well, catch me at a certain point in the month, money is an important part of that relationship. You catch me at another part in the month, then, you know, free time and, you know, a, a couple other things become really important. What was striking to me, Will, was that I asked those questions of men. Um, one, two, two of them were married, one was single. And the reason why I'm startled to see this list is because it's not as superficial as I expected. It's the same things I want in a relationship. It's no different. So we're talking about human needs and how different we always talk about how different in this gender, you know, this gender war between men and women, how different we are. But to me, that list looks a lot like my list. I I would, I would agree. So if you and I work for, if you and I work for Ford and your job is to put on bumpers and mine is to, you know, spray the the car. Um, I just lost that analogy. Let's okay. That. Let me take that again. Okay. How do I want to go with just that? Keeps, hold your thought. Well, I want to hold your all thought. Right. Cami, what do you think? So again, again, this is such a therapist response. Oh yeah, I know what it is. But when you know yourself, Right. The, the, the closer you get to understanding what you what you are, what your needs are, the better you're going to feel connected to. So, like, if you are a really yeah. sexually motivated person and the person is not right, their, their needs are incongruent. So the alignment and you hope in this lifetime, if that's what you want, you want to grow with somebody. So will I mean, Xavier is all excited. He wants you to look like that first first date you know crisp right out the package look but I I did not say that but go ahead but keeping that energy up I'm just saying just keeping that 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 energy up so I know myself and so what I want at my age is not what I wanted 10 years ago it's not what I needed 20 years ago and I'm grateful to have a partner that is growing along with me 
and that continues to compliment. But not everybody has that. And that's including in your circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm, I'm, Xavier, I'm what were you curious. saying? Yeah, I, I actually agree with I agree with that, Cammy. That that well, makes total I sense. I mean, listen, I understand everybody's point and, and I agree. And I'm not being extra combative. I will say like this. There's three key components, right? Mm-hmm. Kindness, compassion, mercy. That's it. If you want your relationship to work, kindness, compassion, and mercy. Start there, right? Fun should be mandatory. But for some, it's optional. Some people don't deserve to be with the opposite sex because they're just not fun. Man or woman. How about that? So we're not bashing anybody. We're equally giving uh, a full consensus on both sides. Be fun. Be fun to be around. Some people are not fun to be around. And then they wonder why they're single. Wow. So ask 20 exes ago why nobody's still with you. Ask them. 20 people can't be wrong. Okay. Okay. Well, well, you know what? We need to talk about whose needs are more important, his or hers. And we're going to do that when we come forward. When we come forward, I got Will, Cammy, and Xavier. And when we come forward, we'll talk more. I'm glad the week is over. I need to get away. Go home and throw my clothes on. Come get you right away. Can't wait to see you looking lovely. I hope you're thinking of me. Cause all I want is time. If you're just joining me, this is Living in the Sweet Spot. I'm Angelique, your host, and I've got Camille Banks Lee, Will Miller Jr., and Xavier Maynard with us in the sweet spot. Uh yeah. So I asked the question, whose needs are most important, his or hers? Who's got this? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, his needs are more important. Paramount to success in a relationship. Happiness is a trickle-down economic type of setup. 100%. Well, wait, wait, wait. You when mean like happy wife, happy, happy life? What, what are we talking about? No, that, <laughs> that, that is a confusion that has been sold to the masses. That is wrong. Because when is a woman ever happy? Never. She doesn't even know when she's happy. She doesn't even know what makes her happy. Now I'm just playing, ladies. I'm just playing. I love y'all. <laughs> yeah, my phone is right? blowing up already. It's blowing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, pull the hotlines, go crazy. Uh, what I mean by that is that, honestly, uh, when a man is happy and he loves his woman, right? He want to protect, provide for her. He loves her, right? And he's a normal man, a sane man, not a maniac, not a bad guy, just a normal blue-collar guy or white-collar guy, whatever, he will make sure that his happiness trickles down to the rest of the family. Oh. That's it. So I have to say about that. Okay. So I, I, obviously, I, I, go ahead, Will. Go ahead. I, I, I piggyback on that one. Um, I, I think whose needs are most important, it just depends on your position in the relationship, if you're single, of course, your needs are most important. You're responsible for making, for growing your own, you know, self into your best, your best self. If you're a husband, of course, you're, I don't think your needs are more important than your wife. If you're a father, they're definitely not more important than your children. 
I think because of your position and what you've agreed to, you're a husband because you asked somebody to marry you. And then that you assume responsibility for their well-being, their wealth, and their growth, which means you're putting them above you. Now, to Xavier's point, I don't think if you have a car, I don't think there's one part of the car that's more important than any other part. If your tire gets flat, you're not moving. If you lose a steering wheel, you're not moving. The engine goes out, you're not moving. So on that point, all the parts are important because when you put them together, they all need to be working and in their best possible shape for the vehicle to move forward. And I think relationships are pretty much the same way. So let's go to the expert. No, I, totally agree. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. Let's go to the expert. But, we, but the, the question was really about happiness. Whose happiness no. is paramount? No, my question, excuse me, my question was whose needs are more important? All right. Okay. Okay. I got to borrow from somebody. I'm going to borrow from Chris Rock, right? So <laughs> Chris Rock had this great bit around the tambourine, right? So you have a, your, your, your family is a band. Your relationship is the band. Sometimes you're going to sing, right, the lead, and sometimes you got to play the tambourine, right? So sometimes you might be performing and you might be, right? So the the person that needs, right? So I remember what Will was talking about kids. I would be tired having taken care of kids all day, and um, my husband would come in, and I would go to CVS for hours. I would go to the, you know, grocery (laughs) store for hours because I just needed to be doing something different right so when I think about like what your needs are and he got that because he'd be like well I, I brought this and I brought that so what your needs are and and they were, I don't know how can you decide I know you're joking but like if if I need more in anything attention um responsiveness time I think that, 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 and also to yourself, because I know you asked that question, Angelique, earlier about self-care. Sometimes you need to get away from your family. Sometimes you need to get away and just reconnect with yourself. I don't, I don't think yeah. we talk enough about that relationship with yourself. I mean, absolutely. Right. That's why most men sit in the driveway before they go inside the house. <laughs> For hours. Most people, <laughs> most people do that. No, but I understand. It, it's true. And I, but you talk about how your needs change. And, you know, to be honest and to be fair, uh, in my marriage, I feel like I put his needs first all the time. Cammy, I put the kids' needs first. And then when I got to a point where I physically, because of a health challenge, needed more help, needed help from my children, needed sensitivity, needed help from my mate. Everybody's so used to me taking care of everything, they didn't even know how to help me. They just were not in a position to give and give back. So that's a problem, too. So always expecting anyone to give or take is imbalanced because it's going to ebb and flow. So... I mean, you see couples all the time in therapy. How do you talk to them about uh, giving and taking? So, so there's two words I use all the time, healthy and reciprocal, right? So you ask yourself, is this healthy and reciprocal? So how do I want to be treated, right? So if I walk in and the game is on, Xavier's going to love this. If I say, oh, why are we watching this? I wanted to watch... Bachelor, I wanted to watch, you know, Real Housewives, and I turned the channel. I'm right. Like that, right? <laughs> but that's not a healthy and reciprocal way to interact, right? That, that's uh, why there's more than two TVs, and that's what makes a marriage flow. Another TV. <laughs> another room. 
Right. Or an opportunity to, to say, what is it that you really like about this? Tell me about it. Because I, I will literally, my, my husband will say, your brain cells are dying. Why are you watching this? It's escape for me in a lot of ways. It's so different than whatever, same way when you're watching Kyrie, and, and I intentionally chose him. If, if, you're, <laughs> if you're watching, you know, it it's, creates a level that you're, you're thinking about something different. And being healthy and reciprocal with yourself, being healthy and reciprocal with the mate, what would they want or need? If you go, Xavier, and, and, and you buy Chinese food for just yourself and you walk in to the- No, right? I, would, I would eat it in the car to be fair <laughs> to my family. Of course. You, eat it in the car. you wouldn't want to tempt them. Absolutely. No, or, you could, or you could say, hey, what's up? You what? know, don't start a fight. <laughs> eat it in the car. And throw away all the, the garbage before you get home. Oh. That's how you keep the relationship strong. Well, okay. Speaking of strong relationships. Well, let me ask. Can I, can I throw a question out there? Yes, please. What is most important? Is it to yeah. have a relationship or is it to be happy in the relationship? Uh, or is it? Well, that, that's a question that I think America needs to be asking. The world needs to be asking one another. Because my question, what? similar to that, is what are the most difficult aspects of a relationship, right? So let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. That's a good question. Thank you, Will. I mean, well, I would say that a lot of times when you ask the average woman what her ideal man is, she actually is describing another woman, not a man. <laughs> Wait, what, give me that description. Give me those descriptions. What are you talking about? Sensitive. Well, I mean, we don't want to watch movies on Lifetime with Meredith Baxter Bernie or <laughs> Valerie Bernelli. We don't want to watch that. We don't want to watch Home Expansion Part Two. We either, Will, but I hear you. We don't watch that. We uh, here's the thing. A lot of times, the problem between men and women, and I, I talk to people all the time about what the problem is. Right? Is that we are not women and we are not your homegirl we're not your best friend we're not none of them now we could be best friends in a relationship yeah but don't expect me to act like your best girlfriend that you grew up with since you was a kid that's not me right so that's fair that's fair well what do you think about that i mean you have a wife you've been married about four years what what is that like when when your wife comes home do you have the capacity after coming home from your 12 hours do of filming and shooting do you have the capacity to listen and you know be sensitive and empathetic um i was fortunate to actually make the commitment to be her husband much later in life i was much more mature i had I had a bunch of great examples and I had a ton of, you know, terrible examples as, as well. And for me, I just, how do I put this concisely? Um, I'm very, I have a vested interest in seeing my wife happy and I want to see her grow and prosper and okay. seeing my kid grow up to be a successful human being. When we come forward, we're going to return to this conversation with Will, Xavier, and Cammie. Won't let me lie right next to you. But it's holding on and it's holding strong. 
Even though I tried to make it play the part, but I can't fake it. It keeps holding on. And it's All right, you're holding strong. Spot, and we are talking Even about relationships. It, Tell me, how do you get what you need and want in relationship? This is about communication. It's whose responsibility to ask and to communicate. So how do you get what you need and want, Will? You know what? I am learning how to be a better communicator mm-hmm. and how to use my words. And that's something that um, I'm fortunate to. I wish I had learned it earlier in life, to tell you the truth. But I'm happy to have it now. And it works in our relationship. And I'm able to uh, I'm able pretty much to say what I want and what I, you know, what I don't want, which is very, you know, very I'm, I'm easy to please. So I ask, ask Xavier. I'm, I'm easy. Well, before we get Xavier, Cammy, I'm gonna ask you. You're married. You got kids. How do you, how do you get what you need in a relationship? Well, I, you know, I have to tell you, I'm a punk. So sometimes I, I not only do I put people's needs ahead of mine, um, I can be afraid to ask for because I'm not even sure. And putting people's needs and and you know, Xavier brought up something earlier about mind readers. And very often I wanted people to read my mind. You should know I like a bath. You should know <laughs> that I would, you know, want this and what the third anniversary was supposed to be paper or feathers or whatever <laughs> it is. So I, I have learned, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little trick for when I'm uncomfortable. I text it because sometimes it's easier to put it in hand in, in writing. Huh ahead of time, I'm going to need you to be able to do this Um, because it softens the blow because sometimes, you know, there's a, you know, not to be out therapist-y, but (laughs) the escalation, if I have to say it in front of you and you blow your, if I say, you know what I'd really like is some alone time and you go. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. Body language. Body language is going to piss me off, right? So if I if I stop in a blow by sending a text and say, hey, I'm not sure what you're doing, but, you know, Saturday, I'd like to do blank. And, you know, golf is a is an interesting sport or, you know, whatever's going to take a lot of time. No, absolutely. Because it takes time away from the relationship. Absolutely. So I'm going to go to you real quick, Xavier. How do you get what you want in a relationship? <laughs> I'm almost well, scared to ask. I'm almost scared yeah. to ask. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to choose the politically correct answer. Okay, try that. Try that. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to try. Give me a break. Give me a chance. All right. So at the end of the day, right, to all the real men, right, who love and cherish their women, who do the right thing by them and don't talk down to them or belittle them or try to come out their face sideways or make them look bad or any of that. Right. Uh, if you love her, treat her with love. Try that, right? Start there, right? So if you do start there, that's a good start, right? Now, however, do not, and this is going to the women, do not take his kindness for weakness. Just because he lets you get away with stuff doesn't mean that you shouldn't have been doing what you did. That little <laughs> slick remark. That little condescending, little slick thing they said in front of your girlfriends at the book club. Did, did you answer the, the question? Time? I'm not sure you answered oh. the question. I said, <laughs> how does Xavier Maynard in relationship get what he needs? You got 30 seconds, because, dude. Because I, because I treat <laughs> all my women with love. 
<laughs> and that's how you get what you want. Exactly. Right? Uh, but that could work. That sounds healthy and reciprocal. No, really. So you right. said a spoonful of sugar? sugar. What? Make the medicine go down. Okay. Right? Okay. Nobody wants to be attacked. Nobody. Right? Right. So you get more with honey than you do with vinegar. You get more with honey than you do with vinegar. No, and that's a true statement. And that's why you are the clinical therapist on the panel. Well, (laughs) Well, for the... For the for the purpose of the for the purpose of the listeners though, we really have to, especially in an era where we are redefining so many different things. Some of these words. So when you say you give somebody love, you know, maybe we should. Maybe when we when we move forward, <laughs> <laughs> when we come forward, this is KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. We're in the sweet spot, and uh, our question was, how do you get what you want in relationships? Uh, Our therapist online said, well, how do you get what you want in terms of sex? How do you ask and get what you need and want in sex, even within relationships? I get to start first. Sure, why not? Oh, now they're quiet. Go ahead. (laughs) Choir minds want to know. But, you know, I think is there's, a, there's a lot of pressure to perform, you know, especially when we talk about performing. And so the, there's an, a, a level, particularly in the beginning when it's hot and every everybody is so, you know, um, putting on their really best effort, right? It might have been a lot easier. And if you're bored, and I call it textbook, right? If there's textbook intimacy, Right. And every time you do the same thing and I can I know your moves, you know, I, I don't know. you got to be able to ask. I'm, I'm curious, Xavier, what do you think? Well, <laughs> how do you honestly, get what you want? <laughs> sometimes you just need to surprise her at work and just jump out of whatever uh, area that you can and surprise her. Right. In a loving way. Anyway, uh, is, uh, Will, do right, you think about that? I'm going to come back to you, Xavier, one more time. Will, how, Will, how do you get what you want in relationship to um, sex? And I mean, you know, you're with a partner. There's maybe things that you've done with this partner, but not that partner. How do you articulate what's important to you and what you like and what you want? Well, tell me, in sex, you know, you got a relationship, you're in a new marriage. How do you ask for what you want? You know, may, you don't really have a long history with this person. So how do you articulate it? Um, Communication. This is something that this is something that I'm still, you know, learning because it is a process. But for us, at least for my wife, listening is very, very important. And all of our intimacy typically starts with foreplay and that foreplay has to do with listening. And I always know when we're in a good space because I hear about all the little things of the day. Mm. And if I'm not in a good space, silent treatment. So for us, um, I feel like, uh, it's all in the, when I need to, (laughs) it's all in the ears. I got you. I got you. Xavier, I'm coming back at you. In a relationship, right. well, how do you yo, respectfully <laughs> how do you right. respectfully yo, get what you want? I was just joking. All right. Maybe I should have started out like that. 
What I was really saying is, is that honestly, just keep it spicy, keep it interesting. Maybe, you know, uh, just while out in the car or just do the things that's not the norm. That sometimes that missionary always in the bedroom thing is not what's popping. Right. <laughs> that's true. Switch it up a little bit. So, you, right. So, so you're talking about variety and exploring. Just, and- I mean, mm-hmm. variety, uh, timing, just uh, location, all of that. Switch it up a little bit. That's, Act that's- like uh, y'all, y'all are two people that really are in love. Right. And when you're in love, there's no like, oh, well, I feel like this. I feel like that. No, just let's get to it. Let's well, get to the action. Well, this is exactly why we're talking about this stuff in the sweet spot. It's the intersection between divine timing and performance. So we're going to talk some more. Y'all stay tuned. And you know what? It's all about living in the sweet spot. Uh, you can follow me and Angelique in the sweet spot on Instagram for upcoming shows. 